and we welcome you into this episode of Making Sense, the podcast that tries to make sense of everything happening in the world on a very local level, and I have a feeling that today we will not be able to make sense of pretty much anything happening in the world. My name is Drew Brand, alongside the man himself. Um, I can't read this note card here. What else did you want me to say, Caleb? Uh, the wonderful, illustrious, very talented, um, more successful than you will ever be, Caleb. And uber <laughs> and, and uber attractive, right? Uh, very. Uh, also single. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook, Caleb Perrone, P-E-R-O-N-N-E-T. Uh, let me know if you are interested and... Wow, wow, the shameless self-promotion of you has started already. I mean, we are not 60 seconds into this podcast, and you're already hitting on anything that moves. Look, man, I, dude, I, to, I, you got to start early, okay? You got to start, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I, won't, I won't go into this just because I, I don't think our listeners came here just to hear about me today, even though most would. I, I, th- I think they want to hear us talk about what's, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say what's wrong in the world because... That would would take forever. Yeah, uh, Um, it would be. It would. uh, Yeah. Well, you know, your ego knows no bounds, and at least, at least, at least, right now, that's that's comforting to know. In the midst of everything that's happening in the world, we've got a lot to talk about as far as the city is concerned. But I think everybody is, um, at least, as we record this today. This is October second, around noon, and we are about uh, ten hours removed now from the tragedy that occurred in Las Vegas. Of course, now everyone referring to it as the deadliest mass shooting in the history of the United States and numerically that that checks out and the podcast is called making sense but when you have something like this man there's absolutely nothing that makes sense about this uh, no no not really and we'll go ahead and preface today just like Drew said um we will mostly be sticking with uh or at least trying to make sense of the situation uh of at least what we know about um Las Vegas breaking that down and you know how it appeals to us on the local level and then also some city stuff we'll try to keep everything uh fairly short today but if you don't want to hear any of that news um there will be time stamps in the description if you're listening to this on um itunes you can see it in the description there the website or on soundcloud so you can skip through the different parts Drew, who are our first sponsor today? We want to go ahead and tell you that today's uh, podcast is being brought to you by our brand new sponsor, the car company, Nate Saul. Oh my gosh, uh, the car company. Those guys are so cool. They are so awesome. I love those guys, Nate and Brent and Mike over there. They're all good guys. Uh, we went over there last week and saw the incredible inventory that they have over there. Some really nice rigs for really, the market really for good. a used rig. Yeah, very, very nice quality, well taken care of. They take everything to the detailing shop when it comes in. They make sure that the inside, the outside is clean. Everything is running perfectly. They do, um, they, they, they do their own financing too, don't they? Uh, they? They run through the bank, but there's a three-year warranty on everything. I mean, these guys are our top of the line. So go by and see them. 1101 East Parkway in Russellville. It's the car company. No matter what your credit is, they will find something for you. And they have vehicles from nice and sporty small sedans. They've got everything all the way up to... Uh, We'll, we'll be, we're looking at a Z71 yeah, uh, special cab a, truck, right? A Ford like Expedition a that was a 2009 model with the power running boards and had a DVD player in the back. Oh, and my it was, gosh, yeah. It was pretty sick. You know, it had a little bump in the trunk, too. Uh, I don't know that we could pull that off, but uh, I would sure like to try. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of really, really good special features in a lot of those cars. So go by and see them, 1101 East Parkway, the car company, proud sponsors of the local rundown and, of course, making sense. That is right across from the Hughes Center. 
Right. And then also, of course, Dog Ear Books. We're going to talk about them here in a little bit as well. But I bring them up for a specific reason that we will talk about here in a little bit. Let's talk about Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, Caleb, you walked in to the office this morning. It happened in the overnight hours. Luckily for us, we had Taylor Kendrick working the uh, Facebook and the online side for us last night. And he was uh, keeping everybody up to date. I wake up this morning and usually the first thing that I do is, uh, you know, I get up and, you know, brush my teeth and get ready. And then I'll check up on the news and open my phone up to several notifications, breaking notifications. And I see that um, the first thing the first thing that I read was uh, 20 people were dead. And I thought, my God, 20 people have been shot, 200 injured. My, it's like, that, 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 that in itself was amazing. 10% right, right there. Yeah. The number, the number has climbed now. As of this recording, 58 dead, 515 injured. Think of the sheer scope of what we are dealing with in Las Vegas. That's just... It's insane. And if, if I'm correct, this is the largest mass shooting incident to have ever happened in, in the United States, correct? Right. The 28th mass shooting since 2007. Jeez. In, in the, the United past, States. past 10 years. In the U.S. only. Now, the, one of the reasons it probably... Well, one of the reasons the U.S. catches a lot of flack is because our gun laws here are different than in many other places in the world where you simply cannot have access to a firearm, even if you're on a farm, Right. Well, I mean, a lot of places in Europe, I know, are like that. You know, here's the thing, you know, and 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 once again, you've already brought up gun laws. The the politicizing of what's about to happen in this country because of this event is going to be uh, incredible. But but, you know, I I seem to remember uh, you and I talking about this um, back in June. If you remember, Representative Steve Scalise was shot and a Virginia baseball field. Nathan George was our guest that week on the podcast. And you and I had a private conversation where we said, you know, I think this is probably going to lead to something. It's going to lead to uh, politics being less divisive. It's going to lead to stricter gun control laws or maybe a conversation about uh, mental health in this country. Well, and, and that's where most people's minds immediately snap to is, oh, the liberals are going to start to take away our guns or, oh, the conservatives are going to start fighting well, whatever, you, know, you, you insert some sort of uh, precognitive-based argument there going forward. And that's what most people immediately start thinking of. But here was the problem with that. Within a week, everything was back to the way it had been. Yep. Columbine was a mega shock back in 1999. Gun control conversation lasted for six months to a year after that because school shootings were popping up all over the all over the United States. I was 12 years old when that happened. I remember that happening very vividly. But it seems as though this country has become desensitized to these mass shootings because here's what happens. I, I can lock it down for you. Uh, our leaders will say thoughts and prayers to those affected. Um, our heart goes out to insert... Um, mass shooting casualty city here if it's Dallas Vegas Orlando wherever it's been uh, people will change their Facebook profile picture to say that you know prayers for Vegas and hashtag prayers for Vegas and we will we will do all of these things and in a week those things will be gone and yet the the remnants of that for those families and for the people who were shot and and let me tell you something as someone who has dealt with gunshot victims within my family um, that trauma stays with you forever. Mm-hmm. It stays with you forever. These are people who are going to need years of therapy. These are people who are going to need years of therapy because their loved ones are dead or because they were wounded. 515 people, that number probably going to climb before it's all said and done, 58 at, dead. At a country <clears throat> concert of all A country of all music things. concert. 
and and you you start to ask yourself the question well why is this terror related what's what do we know i'm not gonna honor the guy by saying his name um the, the this this gentleman who uh who shot these people i'm not even gonna call him a gentleman i'll, I'll be honest i don't even know his name um i so. do i'm not gonna say it um we will fer- we will only refer to him as trash Sure. And I believe, I believe in God's creation, and I believe in having grace and mercy on every single person that you can possibly have. But it takes a real kind of psychopath to do some kind of crap like this. And and we, we're going to we're going to politicize it. We'll talk about gun control. We'll talk about all of these things for the next few days. Gabby Giffords is having a press conference right now. She was the Arizona, I believe she was a senator, but I don't, I'm not sure. She may have been a representative who was shot by one of her constituents at a rally a few years ago. We'll have the parents of people who have lost their children in gun violence, and they'll come up and they'll do all of the Sunday morning talk shows. Yeah. People on Facebook will continue to be divisive and talk about how wrong everyone's opinion is, except right. for theirs. Well, we're, we're it's just you know, right. We're, and we're, nothing. We're gonna, we're gonna make the rounds. We're gonna we'll make change. the rounds again because God, I hate to say it, but it's, every time one of these things happens, it's always the exact same procedures. Yeah, we, we've gotten we've gotten used to it. The country has gotten used to this. I mean, God forbid, I, what would 9-11 have looked like if social media was around then the way it is now? Well, I, I think that in context... I, I, yeah, I, I, I know that that's, that's definitely a different type of scenario because that was well, pure terrorism from an outside force. Well, and we hadn't seen that here. We hadn't seen that on our soil. The closest thing to um, you know terrorism that had happened in this country was probably Oklahoma City. That was domestic terrorism. Which we um, have a friend whose uh, their, their uncle was the uh, highest ranking officer that died that day. Right. Um, I, was, I went. I went there and I saw the whole site. And it was, it's very touching. Just like if you go to New York, I mean, they still feel the repercussions from from what happened then. The terror attacks uh, on the World Trade Center in 1993, the 1995 bombing of the USS Cole. Uh, but, but you had not seen, before 9-11, maybe Columbine, uh, you had not seen terrorism to that level. Now, the FBI, we need to make this clear, the FBI is not saying that this is terror-related. There are some news outlets right now, and as I said, it's 1245 Central Time on October the 2nd as we're recording this, so not all of the information is out yet. Right. Uh, but the Federal Bureau of Investigation is saying that this is not ISIS terror-related. There are some news outlets that are claiming that it is. The point that Caleb was making about 9-11 was simply this, um, that in our desensitized culture of social media right now, what would have been the outpouring of support look like? I mean, what would that have looked like? Right. Um, well, and, now, and on, on top of that, you couple with one of the reasons that you get so desensitized mm-hmm. quickly is because you just keep seeing it. For instance, if everybody on your friends list, on if you're on social media or, or Twitter or I don't know, Instagram, anything, if everybody has their Facebook profile picture with, uh, you know, a color over it says hashtag prayers for Vegas or uh, there was the, the French one was a really big uh, one where everybody would change their, their Facebook profile. So if you're constantly seeing it, then at some point, just in the back of your mind, it becomes the normal. And that, that shouldn't be, this is not normal. All right. We should not accept this type of stuff as normal. So when it happens, Yes, you, you want to bring um, awareness to it, but you want to do so in a way that's going to help rebuild. Right. 
And and I love what you just said just then, and I think it should be something that we, we need to repeat. It's, it bears repeating. This is not normal. Despite how normal it's become, it's not normal. The New York Times put out an article a few minutes ago that I read through, and as I mentioned, 28, 28 mass shootings have occurred since 2007. I think of Virginia Tech. I think of Aurora, Colorado. I think of uh, Las Vegas. I think of Dallas. I think of Orlando. Um, Even in Arkansas, we've had a few. You know, I, incidents. I, I think of Blacksburg. Yeah, Little Rock. A few uh, a few months ago, that happened this year. Uh, no one died, luckily, but twenty five were shot at the at the nightclub there. Um, and and you're going wait 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 wait. I know I'm seeing this all the time. But why am I seeing this? Is it gun control? Is it mental health? I'm going to point to something that I think is a cause of it. I'm, I'm, and this is just an opinion. There's no fact to back this up. It's just a thought. In the same way, you know, when we, when we looked at the profile of the guy who uh, shot Representative Steve Scalise, open fire on that congressional baseball game. Back in the shot game, at or? Are... Who shot him. Okay. You go back and you look at the uh, at the guy's social media profile and you find all of the things that he's against. You see all of the anti-Trump rhetoric. You see all of the anti... I mean, he was targeting Republicans. This is the the, the event, of course, I'm referencing is the uh, the shooting back in uh, June in Virginia. And... Uh, wow, was that long ago already? Jeez. Yeah. And, and, and you think about all of the rhetoric that he has absorbed and we have talked about this on this podcast probably a thousand times if we've had a thousand podcasts we've talked about it 995 times the 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 issue is is this idea of of complete divisiveness go on get on social media right now get on social media right now and just type how you feel about the national anthem one way or the other and you're gonna get slaughtered you are going to be absolutely verbally eviscerated, no matter which side of the aisle you stand on, because conversation stopped a long time ago. And it's because of that kind of, I, I don't even know, venomous, uh, toxic sort of, um, sort of atmosphere. You can't possibly get any kind of conversation in. No, no and no, if, no, you're, no, no. If, if you're absorbing that all the time, then I could easily see rage being built up to the point that you are ready to fight something. Now, I cannot understand the mind of a psychopath. I can't understand that. I cannot ever understand how somebody would do what just happened in Las Vegas. But can you actually see, because of the conversation or lack thereof in this country, that maybe uh, people are getting sick of it and, and this could cause those who are already ex exhibiting those kinds of tendencies to be pushed over the edge. I mean, what happened to talking to people? The fact is, is that this country was based on an, a free exchange of ideas, and yet you cannot get on, you cannot get on social media at all without being completely destroyed, completely eviscerated. And I, and I hope that I'm wrong, but I feel like that probably at least contributed. Absolutely. And you know, now we, we want to shape this into a local level ordeal where in our own community, you know, when these things happen, I'm sure many of us have, uh, and, and if you're listening to this and you're not from the River Valley in Arkansas, then um, this can also apply to you. But when, when something terrible happens um, and you are connected to it one way or another, whether it's just emotionally or you actually have family or friends in the area or something, 
don't just go on to your social media profile and start typing up hashtag whatever this or that or yeah, I mean, you're, you're entitled to your own opinions and yes, you can put them out there, but make sure that you go out of your way to help people. Don't just say, I mean, I, just like you, Drew, I'm a believer in the faith and I go to church on a regular basis and I, I live my life as a Christian. But the thing is, when I see people hurting, it should hurt me too. I should go out of my way to make sure that your life is now better because I am hurting for you and not just for you, but with you. Right, exactly. I mean, the it, you know... For, for, for instance, the hurricanes that just came through Texas and Florida. Thank God Florida was not hit that bad. But we, you look at Puerto Rico, okay, that was... It's it's basically demolished, right? Yeah, whole and then, island. And, and the uh, the was it the Virgin Islands that were also hit very very bad. One of the Virgin or the Bar Bar Barbados. I can't I can't say it. I, I'm um, not sure. Anyway, was, uh, many of the Caribbean islands uh, in the U.S. territories uh, alone were hit very bad. And then Houston was hit, and Galveston was hit, and all of the different suburbs in there. And you know what we did? We got together. We started packing things up. Fred T with the Rust Bus mm-hmm. and one other guy, I, I can't remember his name that went with him, but they packed up a whole trailer full of stuff and brought it down just to work with only the homeless, the people that were homeless before that aren't receiving FEMA checks, right? Or they, they, they've been kicked out of um, some of the shelters and stuff because they were considered the outcast before, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Zach Yates, who's my brother, um, and has contributed to TLR before, went down to Houston um, as part of the relief effort. He was deployed there. Um, you and I are instrumental in putting together a concert on October 21st where the money raise is going to hurricane relief. That's not to toot anybody's horn. That's that. This is the, the, the thing. I get so frustrated with talking about everything that's going wrong and not seeing any action. We put out a video last Monday um, talking about, hey, we're tired of the negativity. We want to actually do something. It's time to do it. You know, when you start talking about, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just talk about the Jesus thing for just a minute. We'll be we'll be very open about that. Um, Nancy Pelosi put out a tweet today. I think it was Nancy Pelosi. Um, don't quote me on that, but I think it was Nancy Pelosi who said, um, thoughts and prayers are just simply not enough right now. And I understand what she was trying to say. I know that some Christians are going to be very offended by what she said. You know, well, prayers are always the answer. Okay, yes, yes, you should always pray. You should always be praying in in, in situations like this. But wasn't it Jesus who also said, if you see your brother who needs clothing and you walk by him and say, be blessed, he's not warm because he still doesn't have any freaking clothes. Splash um, holy water. Right. You know, if, if you walk by and you see your brother who is hungry and you say, be blessed and be fed and you don't actually feed him, then then you haven't changed anything. And what Pelosi was saying here is that, yeah, you know, your nice little thoughts and, and your prayers are great and you should continue to do that. But but also it's time to act. If you don't want to see these kinds of things happen again, if you're tired of the negativity that is occurring in the community, then you absolutely have ways to fix that. And you don't necessarily have a way to fix that in Las Vegas right now, but you dang sure have a way to help prevent it here. Absolutely. Well, and, and not only that, sometimes people just need a hug, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's that's. Uh, I'm not saying that all of this could have been avoided with a hug, but I'm saying that, you know, if you look 
subconsciously for the people that are broken in your community. For instance, the people that are struggling with depression and are having suicidal thoughts, you know, go out of your way to spend time with them. Show them how wonderful they are. Bring out the greatness in them, right? Build people up. We should be building our communities up. And my God, I don't know why I have to keep saying this and people aren't doing it. I mean, just do it. Start with what you know you can do and go from there. And do that. Start with, yeah. Do, be be the kind of change that you want to see in the world, which is cliche, um, but oh so true. We're going to talk a little bit more about that on the community level here in just a few minutes, but I want to remind you that today's podcast is being brought to you in part by Dog Ear Books. Oh my goodness, Dog Ear Books is the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. Seriously, Emily Young, Pat Young, the whole crew over at Dog Ear Books on Main Street. Their book selection is fantastic. You can now order online. Um, the, the, we had a town hall meeting there last month. They're back in August. Packed the place out. These people are community leaders. These people have a great book selection. You need to go support Dog Ear Books. Don't you love them? I love Dog Ear Books. I love everything they stand for. And every, every time I go in there, I... I feel bad if I don't buy something. Even when we just go to talk to Emily about the, the next marketing thing that we're going to do with them or, or the next community event, <laughs> I always have to purchase something Yeah. yeah every, every time I walk through the door. Not, not because I feel bad for being in a place uh, and, and using up their space, but because I want to support them every time I go in. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the exact same way. I want to just, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I just want to give you money here. Just, just thank you. I, I don't do that. I actually purchase something because that would be ridiculous. But still... Um, so glad that Dog Ear Books is in our community. They're celebrating nearly one year open. Can you imagine wow. that? They have already been here that long and all the impact that they have already made. So go see our friends Emily and Pat and Dave. Dave is now at Dog Ear Books. Um, my buddy Dave. Go find Dave. Just go ask for Dave. Go find Dave or Silas. Yes. Dave, Dave or Silas. Um, and, and just ask and ask and ask for them. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. we're, we're all yeah. friends with at Doggy Books. They'll, they'll help you. And I would like to recommend a book if you're a little bit of a nerdy person. Go find Ready Player One, a wonderful book about uh, virtual reality and a kid from a trailer park that has to go through a journey in an online world to unlock a treasure. Wonderful, wonderful book. And a movie is coming out soon. And you can also find it audiobook wise, which Doggy Books also sells audiobooks. So See? you can go to localrundown.com. You will find on the side a little advertisement for them. Just click on that baby, and it'll take you through, and everything will be happy, and you can listen to audiobooks. Um, we've been talking about the Las Vegas shooting um, today. Obviously, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we were about 10 hours removed from that as the, at the time of this recording. Um, but we wanted to bring this to a nas- or to a local light. A week ago, I put out a video, and Caleb, you were here for this. The video was um, me talking directly to the community and just saying, hey, look, we're tired of the negativity, too. Um, well, I would like to expand on that, if you don't mind. Would you like to expand on this with me? Please, Drew. Expand. Okay. Um, you know, when you get on social media now, I'm a big Facebook guy. I like Facebook. Um, but I can't really get on there without finding something ridiculously negative. Um, whether you should stand or kneel. That's been a really hot topic, and it's not even a unique. It's not even a, a productive conversation anymore, uh, because the message on both sides has been lost. Now people are just calling each other names, um, and and I mean, we're, I'm not going to group everybody in the same category whenever we talk about this, because there are people that 
that truly do want the best and are willing to have a a blatantly just a easy conversation, you know, where you can discuss things back and forth, not shouting. But what we're talking about is the um, the unsubstantiated rhetoric behind a lot of these posts where people just it's shouting matches. Right. Exactly. And um, it's mean on top of that, not just shouting matches, but just downright venomous. Um, one of the people that I had on my friends list um, said, if you do not support my particular my particular position, I don't need your kind of um, dumb blankery on my Facebook page. Jeez. Um, I'm like, wow. Cool. Thanks for that. Click. Whether I agreed with him or not, I don't want to see that. Um, here's how this uh, breaks down to the local level. So what we did was we put out a video that said, hey, we're tired of the negativity, so let's, let's do something about it. Um, and I got a little bit of hate for that. Um, and I'd like to address that because, uh, Caleb, I've not told you about this yet. I wanted to wait. I got some private messages to, uh, sent to me. Uh, well, we get private messages all the time. <laughs> Most of them calling us either uh, <laughs> liberal, white trash, um, conservative. Um, well, there's a word I can't say with it, but something tards um, and many other many in, other things. Right. In the, um, in the same day. In the same day, we were con- we were called conservative jackasses and liberal blowhards. Yeah. In the same day, so do you know how much how, how much talent it takes for you and I to tick off both the conservatives and the liberals in the same day? It means we're doing something right or wrong. We're not sure yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, the num the numbers say we're doing something right. I hope. Yeah. Um. So we said, all right. Um. I I'm I'm sick of seeing all the negativity. So we said, tag your favorite charity and how to contact them and that that post went uh, it did it, it, it did well it did well um i'm sick of this man um i'm gonna be very honest with you um i got some i got a little bit of hate mail over this um saying that um, we needed to stay in our lane um we needed to be more about local news we needed to be you know this and that and the other and i get that point of view i really do um, but at the same time, I feel like it might be irresponsible if you have a platform where you can enact change without an agenda and you don't. Yeah. And so I was really bothered by some of the things that people said to me. Uh, it was like, you know, why, why are you focusing so much on this? Here's why. In your community right now, 1,000 children in Pope County go to bed every night into a food insecure home. In Pope County, that's not Ethiopia, that's not a third world country, 1,000 students, probably more than that, but at least 1,000 who we feed with River Valley Food for Kids go to bed hungry at night. And that, that's, that's Pope County only. That's not the Tri-County area. Um, right? Or, right. Or, okay. 72 foster kids now that number may be a little bit different but it's right around 72 um were provided new shoes this year by feltner's athletes corner on the journey but there are 72 children in pope county without homes which i just want to point out real quick feltner's is a wonderful place they they're not sponsoring today's episode but every time we go in there it's just they're they're very friendly and they that's that's that is a company that's truly giving back to the community yeah um the homelessness rate in this area has gone up 
Matthews in this area has doubled in the last two years. Do you want to keep reading about the bad stuff or do you want to change it? You see, the people that really frustrate me, Caleb, are the ones who are the social media justice warriors. They're the ones who talk really big on Facebook. Yeah, you got you got to be careful when you use that term because you're going to you're going to make a lot of people angry. I don't care. I hope I hope they hear me. Would you like to add something to that? No, no, I was just saying, like, good. Yeah, right. yeah absolutely. I, I don't care not one bit because you can open your mouth on Facebook, and I'm getting to my point about the private message for, for just a minute, okay? You can open your mouth about all of the things that you want to see done. You can open your mouth about all of your opinions, but if you're not serving, your opinion means precisely jack. Zero. And I was actually thinking of another word, but I'm trying to keep this family friendly. Let me go ahead and tell you what I believe. If you were one of those people that wants to call out an entire group of people for the way that they believe, or you were one of those people that wants to call out all of the wrongs that you see in the world, but you were doing nothing about it, you're not giving money to something, you're not donating your time to something, you're not trying to create some kind of change, I would ask you very politely um, on behalf of myself and most everyone else out there to kindly shut up. Because the fact of the matter is, is that inside this community right now, there are people that are hurting. There are kids that are hungry. There are people that are homeless. There are women being battered. There are people who need our help. And I'm sick of the negativity. So if you're one of those people, um, you're wasting time. And I, I don't want to say that, you know, our, our focus, uh, or I should say our shift in focus of um We'll still go after the the, the stories, you know. I, 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 well, we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want to bring that we're, up. Yet. We're, but we're, we're we'll, leading we'll, up yeah. to that. But what, what what I'm saying is, you know, I, our our focus shouldn't just be on the good news because bad news still does happen. But the thing is, we shouldn't only be focused on that. Right. Yeah. You know what really frustrated me is when I went through the analytics of our stories, the stuff that we posted that was good got four times fewer views as the stuff that was bad. Are you kidding me? I mean, controversy sells, and which I hate I, that. Which I appreciate, and I understand that. That's why mugshots do so well. I don't discredit that. But the problem is, is that if you are one of those people who says, well, I want to see change in our community, you only click the bad news, and then you don't do anything to combat that, then you are just someone who wants to consume negativity, therefore you spout negativity, and you hope for change, but you don't really want it. You don't. You feed off of it. So here's what we decided to do. And it's risky, but Caleb, you're a minister at heart. That's I, I've known that about you a long time. That's how I feel about things, too. This is what we decided to do. We said, okay, we're always going to focus on news, but I'm not going to chase every freaking fender bender that happens out there because that's not necessarily pertinent to you. Uh, there's a special called city council meeting tonight that I will attend because that's pertinent to you. Uh, but do you know what I think is even more pertinent to you that, that we're not talking about? Food stock, October the 14th. Let's go feed some kids. Uh, hurricane relief, October the 21st. Let's go make sure that the people who are in Texas and in Florida and in Puerto Rico have what it is that they need. We can do something about that. Fall Fest down on October the 28th. We need to make sure that our community is coming together and actually has some community and not let the divisiveness divide us. That's the kind of thing that's important. November the 14th, JDRF um, Diabetic Health Fair at the Hughes Center. Um, raising money for juvenile diabetes. 
listen, the fact of the matter is, is that there are ways to help change the community for the better. There are ways for our community to come together and do something good. There are ways for us to make a difference. And no, we're not going to be able to fix what happened in Las Vegas, but we can prevent those kinds of things from happening here simply by coming together and showing some kind of love. That's what we're about. That is what we're about. So you're going to start hearing the stories about the people who feed the homeless. You're going to see the stories about the people who feed the hungry. And I'm going to tell you something, Russellville. I have a lot of belief in the benevolence of this community. I have a lot of belief in the heart of this community. But if we start focusing on that and our numbers drop, I'm going to be severely disappointed in Russellville. Absolutely. I, I will, too. Because just like you said, I know there are good people in the city. And the good people should not be outweighed by the negativity and the bad people. Right. So uh, it's it's just sad. So let's do this. What the local rundown is about to do is take a shift in focus. We're still going to follow news, stuff that's important. We're going to start providing a broader range of content. We're going to start providing some things that we had shied away from, but we're not going to shy away from it anymore. You have the River Valley Leader, you have the Courier for those for the bond hearings and those kinds of things, the things that you don't need a third option on. You have those things. What you what we don't have is somebody celebrating all of the good that happens. And that's not necessarily a knock. That's not necessarily a knock on um on either one of those media outlets at all. It's just that it's not been a focus. It doesn't sell papers. So here's what we're gonna do. We're not only going to start shedding a light on those things, we're going to provide opportunities for you to get involved. Things like a music show. My gosh, do you know that a charitable contribution to a music show is tax deductible? What? You know, like going to food stock and bringing a canned good or or giving money to Main Street Mission or with a rust bus that's all tax deductible? Let me go ahead and give you this number. I did the math on this last week. If every single person in the River Valley area, and I only put like 30,000 in that group, it's closer to 50, 60, 70,000. If 30,000 people in this area gave $200 a year to charity. Spread across 12 months. That's, was it $8 a month? Well, it's, it's, little, like it's, it's more than 10. It's, it's like closer to $20 a month. All right. I'm sorry, I did my math wrong. Yeah, it's closer to $20 a month. Um, still, yeah, still less than a dollar a day though. All right. 30,000 people give $200 a month. Do you know over a 12 month period, how much money that would be? Oh, you want me to answer? No. Oh, it was just hypothetical. You could have just said, Hey, what? Okay. How much? So during that pause, come up with that, you know, answer in your head. You ready? Okay. $3.6 million. What? $3.6 million. Do you know that River Valley Food for Kids operates on a budget of $100,000 a year, probably could stand to use about $110,000 to $120,000? You, you could fund the entire operation and still have $3.5 million left. Here's something that I find very funny. Whenever, if you've ever had a conversation with somebody about um, like Miss America or one of those sort of pageant shows... What's the, the the joke that you always hear? Like world peace? Yeah, world peace, world hunger, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why don't we start and say our community with those things first and then spread out and focus on the rest of the world? 
Mm-hmm. Huh, that's weird. I, has anybody ever thought about that? So let's take a step back. Like Drew said, if everybody in the it's, oh geez, if everybody in the community would would just donate a little under twenty dollars a month, we we could eradicate these things. And I, I'm not saying to us. I mean, yeah, sure. I'd, I I I would love to for for our listeners to be donating money to us to help keep us fed and what we do uh, growing. But I understand that money can be tight. But find something, even if it's your own time. If you can go volunteer at the animal shelter or feeding the homeless, right? Uh, taking donations and 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 making sure that. Uh, you know, your old clothes, uh, not stuff that's falling apart, but there's there's just so much people can do. Yeah. There's I just mean, so much. And and the easiest part is just donating money. And, and because that's really what these 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 uh, that, that's what we've been told. Geez, we've probably sat through what, like 50 meetings where the the number one thing that you can donate uh, to or at least the thing that makes most sense is just simply donating money. And even even if you want proof of where that money's going, the, most of the organizations, if not all of them, in the River Valley will make sure that you know exactly where your cents are going. Right, exactly. I mean, every dollar, every penny, and and we say all of this because we've been open now for nearly seven months, um, just over seven months, and. The, one of the things that we that we had decided on when we started this thing was we wanted to try to make a change in the community as far as what local news looked like. Well, here's what we saw. Um, local news only matters when you know how to affect the change. You know, you, you look at the city of Russellville right now and people get all up in arms about just about everything. You know, people are ticked off about the aquatic center. People are ticked off about this and that and whatever else. And yet you still see the same freaking people running for city council every year. People are mad about world hunger and about community hunger. And they say, well, that shouldn't happen here. But you don't have enough money to contribute to the charity. You know that if every Christian on the planet tithed the way they were supposed to, it would alleviate homelessness and world hunger. See, the fact of the matter is, is that when it comes to Las Vegas, when it comes to the gun issues, when it comes to the charity, when it comes to all of these things, the the number one issue is we say what we want to see, but we don't do what we want to see. Talk the talk, but we don't walk the walk. We sit here and we talk on Facebook about, well, I wish they, I wish they would. I wish somebody would. That somebody is you and that they is we. So... If you're tired of the negativity, we have provided the information. And for you we, to we, we will continue to provide. If, if, if you have a question about, man, I really want to donate my time or money or, or these resources that I have to helping an organization, or man, I want to get involved, or hey, I see that you, know, you guys are, are hosting uh, an event for uh, River Valley Food for Kids, I want to get involved with that. I want to serve. I want to do something. If you want to get plugged in, just ask it's a simple question send us a message post something on our wall on, on Facebook email Caleb at the local rundown drew at the local rundown all you have to do is just ask us because the thing is if, if you're not willing then we won't ask you yeah and if you're not willing then shut up on social media yes please <laughs> that's, that's what it is I I know that that sounds really harsh 
But you don't get to contribute to divisiveness if you're not actually uh, doing anything. Because all, all, all you do, and all I've done, I, I mean, I've done this in the past too, right? It's, it's, it's one of the things where I'm, I was in that boat where I would put opinions and stuff on Facebook. But the thing is, all I found was that I would just get lost in the noise or I would create an argument and not even realize it. Or I would get into a shouting match with somebody. But the thing is, I had to become self-aware and say, look, am I really helping the situation Yes or no? Yeah, exactly. And, if, and if, if no, then you just cut it out. I know for some people that's going to be impossible, or at least you think it's going to be impossible, but you got to grow up somehow. You know, but that's the difference is that now you're not just talking the talk, you're walking the walk too. You're a part of it. You know, and that's when I want to go ahead and get back into the private message that I was sent. That was a, that was a long rabbit trail, but... Um, the the private message that I was sent was, "How dare you chastise people for ch- or, and and challenge people to donate to something that you yourself don't give to?" Well, first off, sir, <laughs> how do you know what I give to and what I don't give to? How do you know where I donate my time? And secondly, oops, your mistake, because I do that. I actually do those things that we are talking about asking people to do. You and I both do. You know what? Here, I, I've, I've got a great idea, Drew. For every single comment that we get that is negative and bashing us for something that is the opposite of what we're doing, I think we should go ahead and start a new show called Commenting on Comments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or... or <laughs> we could do a whole show on how stupid some people think we are. Yeah, or or here here's your message, something like you that. You know, but 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 I wanted to go ahead and call. This I, don't, I'm not, I don't want to make fun of these people because a lot I of these do. people are, are great. But but the thing I want to make so much fun of them, but I, I won't do that. <laughs> if, if you're going to go out of the way, you know, to to call somebody's uh, look yeah. look, I don't I don't, I don't want it to get yeah. d- 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 to degrade. Um, because the fact is, is that I'm not asking anybody to do th- something that I'm not already doing. Because I believe in Russellville. I believe in our community. I believe in our world. I'm just naive enough to believe in idealism still. I am. It's not difficult. When we talked about that $3.6 million, that's almost enough to fund. And actually, most of the charities around here, and I don't have the official numbers, but most of the charities around here run on less than a $300,000 budget per year. So, so think about that for just a minute as we hear the train. I, I really wanted to make a fun joke with that. That $3.6 million in a year, it's almost enough to build a pool. <laughs> Two years and we got it. Topical. Two years and we got it. Um, the, we would have the money to fund River Valley Food for Kids. We would have the money to fund the Rust Bus. We would have the money to, to fund Main Street Mission. It's just asking people to do something that may or may not make them feel uncomfortable we're putting together food stock food stock is a lot of work but it's a lot of fun last year we raised eleven thousand dollars for river valley food for kids that lasted the entire rest of the quarter for 2016 yeah that's incredible that's the kind of thing that the local rundown is going to do because the thing is, is that it's no longer enough to tell you about the things that are happening. It's now enough to tell you how we can fix it. And without any kind of liberal or conservative agenda or somebody telling you that you should be kneeling or standing or putting your hand over your heart or your hand on your head, it doesn't matter about any of those things. Those things are inconsequential, all right? 
And we don't want to become Feel Good Inc. We just want to show you how you can help. But we would like to listen to Feel Good Inc. Because that's a great it's song. Such a good song. I love the gorillas. The, fantastic. Uh, we've rambled. It's uh, uh, 45 minutes in. But that's what we really wanted to discuss today is that the fact is, is that hunger's not normal. Poverty's not normal. Uh, mass shootings aren't normal. We they should not be normal, please. We don't have to deal with this crap, guys. We don't have to deal with it. This is not the way the world has to be. But if you are passive, passive is the enemy of progress. You will not see what you want to see if you say things like, well, I just don't feel like I can. Well, if you can't, neither should anyone else. All you're doing is limiting yourself. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and recap it. For the uh, end of this show, uh, we talked about, like Drew said, Las Vegas. We talked about helping in the community, our shift in focus as an organization, and some of the things that we're going to be doing. And I think let's go ahead and wrap it up with uh, what are some of the calendar events that are going on? Oh, my Lord. We have quite a few. Um, I've got something every weekend this month. It's Which, oh, I, I want to go ahead and plug this. If uh, so we will be moving a shift. We're, we're always going to keep our news, as we pointed out. Uh, but we will be shifting and doing some more production stuff uh, and creating some new shows, things like that. More You will hear more about this in the upcoming weeks as we begin to unveil and, and release some of the stuff. Uh, but if you have an idea for a show or something that you want to see, uh, please email that to Caleb, C-A-L-E-B, at thelocalrundown.com. I am the head of the production department. And I would love to hear what the community would like to see. So, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and give it to you, Drew. Yeah, and Caleb's a superstar, so we're going to make some awesome things happen for sure, and I appreciate you uh, pitching that to me because October the 14th, Food Stock, River Valley Food for Kids. Uh, my goodness gracious, last year's Food Stock event drew over 1,000 people, and we made $11,000 for our VF4K. I'm hoping to uh, do even better than that this year. October the 21st, we're rocking the runway. It sounds like a fashion show, doesn't it? But it does. But it's actually a concert at what the What if airport. we had a fashion show concert? At the, no, it's already it's already planned. Yeah, yeah, that's that's already a thing. Maybe next year. Maybe, maybe next, next year. year. Uh, the Downhill Runners um, are making their big debut. <laughs> what a dumb name. Okay, and I can say that because that's the band I'm playing in. Um, and it'll you guys be, are called the Downhill Runners. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't my idea, but we went with it. The logo's cool, I think. Uh, Jason Campbell will also be playing, and then, of course, the Beards and the Bees. So uh, three great acts that you need to come out and see. That starts at 6 o'clock Saturday night, October 21st. And, there then, of course, money yeah, being yeah. raised for hurricane relief. And there will be food. Uh, there will be, I believe, are, are, is there going to be inflatable games? Um, we, I'm thinking we're going to try to do that. Uh, there is a silent auction food. Okay, that, that, that is not confirmed mm-hmm. yet. But, but yes, the, the silent auction, uh, there will be food uh, provided by both uh, Fat Daddies. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we will also be grilling... Um, Hot dogs. I, I don't. I don't think there's hamburgers confirmed. Well, we're, we're st- uh, uh, potential. Keith, Keith, Keith yeah. is still working on that. And th- there, w- you'll hear more about this in the weeks to come. But which man, is only 19 days away. Just think about that. If have you ever, if there's ever a venue that you've always wanted to go see a band play, in my mind, a, a long time ago, I was playing Guitar Hero, and one of the venues was an airplane hangar, and I was like, dude, this is awesome. And, and as I've I, always wanted to go there. As I understand it, you'll be playing a song or two uh, with the uh, with the maybe. runners, maybe. Uh, but you will also you have to be, change the name. But. You'll also be um, 
uh, co-hosting that event. So uh, yes, I should be. So uh, you and I are going to be having some fun out there that night. So come out and see us there. And then of course downtown Fall Fest. Um, I'm seeing that for the second year in a row, and I'm very excited about that. Last weekend of the month, and it's always so much fun downtown. Uh, Betsy McGuire d- does a great job at Main Street, uh, Main Street Russellville, I should say. And uh, we're excited about being there. You and I will be hanging out there too. We're everywhere this month, man. We are. And if, if there's an event that you know that you haven't heard us talk about that you know that's coming up, uh, please also send it to us or go to the localrundown.com slash calendar and submit your local events. Uh, anything from church events, community events, school events, whatever it is. So, guys, to sum everything up today, it's not enough to keep talking about it. It's only enough to do something about it. That's it. And we have all the options to do that. Main Street Mission, um, uh, River Valley Food for Kids, the Rust Bus, United Way, Help Network, um, RVAC, um, the sharing boxes that are over at the high school and at Tech and at the Journey, um, DHS, uh, my gosh, I know I'm a JDRF, um, all of these organizations that we have been able to help network, I think I mentioned them already, uh, CASA, uh, we, we've, we've, we've promoted events for all of these folks. They're all good people. Don't sit here and be um, blasted by negativity when we have an opportunity to change it, you know. But please understand that if you're one of those people who just feeds on negativity, then that's all you're ever going to see. We can change this. We can change this. Right, Caleb? I, I hope that we can change this because uh, it should be bothering us to our core if it is not fixed. And I, I know it, it bothers me. What's I, I know it bothers me. Mm-hmm. It, so. it, it, it bothers me too. But we are going to be uh, providing ways for, for that to be alleviated. So uh, for now, Caleb, final thoughts. Negativity should not be normal. I mean, that's the only way I can sum it up. And go out of your way to be a good person. I don't know. Yeah, let's try that. That's, that's basically it. I, I, I've, I think we've summed everything up. So, All right. For Caleb, I am Drew. Make a difference, not excuses. And we will see you on the other side. Take it easy. Take it easy.